The following episode was recorded unscripted, unedited, and for mature audiences only. Hey, what's up? I'm Adam Adam, and welcome back to Modern Magical Meddling. We are, what, nine episodes deep into this? I think we agreed as a collective that we're going to go up to 13 as the magical number for season one of Modern Magical Meddling. Quite a bit has happened this week. Um, I have some some things I'd like to share with you guys before we get started. Um, as I said last week, I'm, I'm back in therapy uh, due to some emotional episodes that I had been going through. But uh, full transparency, full disclosure, uh, I had to go to the ER this past week. Um, I was not doing great. And we figured out that the depressive episodes were not what I thought they were. Um, basically, long story short, Madam Adam is on a brand new sober journey. So um, to any of you out there that are struggling with substance or anything like that, um, or you're sober in your life. Um, I, I've, I've been through uh, rehab things before. Uh, when I was in my early 20s, I was with a guy that, um, you know, Pisces energy. <laughs> I was with a guy, I'm a Pisces, right? So I, I was with a guy that uh, essentially convinced me that if I loved him, that we would do drugs together. And I got a meth addiction and it ruined my life for a while. And um, family had to be really hard on me, like my mom, and, and you know, told me, basically, I'm not going to let you be this way and be in my house. Um, and I'm very grateful that she kicked me out at that time, and, and I had to learn a lot about myself and, and things like that. And, and quitting meth was not super difficult, to be completely honest. You know, complete, no tea, no shade, like, meth is a serious fucking drug, and um, I I'd quit that for a long time now, but... You know, they, they say meth, not even once, for good, 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 good reason. Um, so trigger warnings ahead for anybody. Obviously, I always encourage that this podcast is listened to by mature audiences only. But uh, trigger warnings ahead for anyone dealing with substance abuse and things like that. But, um, you know, heavy things were are a thing of the past for me and, and not something that I would ever fuck with again. But since I was in high school and college, I've and like I said at the last episode, you know, the foundation of me and Dustin's relationship, I jokingly stated, was weed and Lana Del Rey. Um, and, and I've been an avid pot smoker, uh, cannabis smoker, cannabis consumer, um, gummies, edibles, uh, smoke, flour, etc., since I was in high school and into college. And um, these depressive episodes that I was going through this past week were being induced um, by CHS, which is cannabinoid hyperemesis syndrome. Um, it's not a super common thing. It's really rare. And it comes from uh, basically chronic users of cannabis um, in high doses of THC. So I don't smoke mids. I smoke dro. I smoke good shit. Um, and you know, it's it's something that I've done chronically for a lot of my life, for, for anxiety, for social things, for fun. A lot of my friendships, that was the social thing that we did. You know, you would, you know, everybody would show up to the event and to the house and you would, everybody would roll a blunt, pass them around. And, and you know, it never occurred to me that it would be something that eventually I would develop, um, uh, I don't know, an allergy to, I guess, is, is kind of how it's described. Basically, my body can't process cannabinoids anymore. Um, and these episodes that I was having 
these uh, vomit-inducing, nauseous moments. Uh, they were triggering depressive episodes because I didn't feel like I had any control of my body. I didn't feel like I could peel myself up off the floor. And I was like, what's wrong with me? What? How, why is this happening? What, what am I, you know, doing to induce this? What am I doing to cause this? And, uh, you know, my husband, Dustin, is my champion. And he um, has been vastly supportive through all of this. And it got to be a point where it was like, listen, you either need to, I'm terrified of doctors. I'm terrified of the ER. I'm terrified of hospitals because, you know, as a super empathic person, I can't help. I can't help everybody. And the energy there is is very scary. And um, yeah, it's just, it's been a journey. But essentially for the week, I had been dealing with the side effects of CHS and didn't know it. And um, I had to go to the ER for, again, for nausea. And I, I woke up, I, I was basically waking up every morning feeling sick to my stomach, needing to run to the shower to calm myself down in my body to be able to function for the day. And sometimes it would last until like noon, one, two o'clock in the afternoon, and I would feel okay. And then of course smoke, and then it would come back and, and I'd be back in the bed and back in the shower. And I did this for like, you know, this this would happen like once every couple months for like a few days to a week until I, you know, stopped using and stopped smoking and, you know, just figured like, no, I just don't want to smoke. You know, I don't feel great. And I just, I just, I just don't feel like smoking, you know, and I just thought that it was because like, I just didn't feel great. So I just didn't smoke. And then since I wasn't smoking, I was feeling better. So then, you know, the cycle was just kind of repeating. But this past week when I was dealing with those, uh, depressive episodes and things. It was CHS. It was cannabinoid hyperemesis syndrome. And um, I'm living a new sober life now. And it's I'm five days clean, five days sober completely. I don't have a problem with alcohol or any other substances. But uh, realizing that I, I mean, you know, I like a glass of wine with dinner and stuff every now and then. I don't like a lot of bubbles. I don't like, I have gastrointestinal kind of issues already so I can't really my body can't tell the difference between a burp and vomit which is really unfortunate we used to go to the clubs and stuff and perform in drag shows and things and I remember drinking and running to the bathroom because I wasn't sure if I was gonna ralph or if I just needed to burp and you know I'd come back and be like no it was just a burp I'm good but like my body couldn't tell the difference you know and that's really frustrating so now um yeah I basically just can't smoke pot anymore and people are like oh can you like smoke again eventually and that's not the point the point is that clearly this thing i've been abusing and i've been using it for more than just uh my anxiety i've been using it socially and and i'm i'm a more chronic smoker than my husband is absolutely like dustin would be like you know i'm tired i'm going to bed and i'd be like okay i'll meet you in there i'm gonna smoke another bowl even though i can't get any higher i can't get any more out of this i'm already baked i'm already blazed and and i'm still trying to smoke another bowl to like cap it and keep that high and that's chronic use that's that's not constructive so basically yeah i'm i'm having to realize that this thing kind of had more of a hold on me than it should and i don't think that weed is addictive itself but i've always had an addictive personality and you know really really invested hard into things that were escapist or, or made me feel good or, or whatever. So yeah, um, I'm sober now. 
five days as of today, and it's been rough. It's been hard, especially when you want to do it. I didn't want to smoke meth anymore. You know, that one was easy in comparison, surprisingly. I didn't want to smoke meth. I didn't want to to be up all night and shaky and not eating and stuff like that. And it was attached to that relationship. But weed, it's supposed to be the nice one. <laughs> you know, it's supposed to be the nice, fun one that's not a big deal and and all of that. But, I mean, anything can become a big deal. Anything can become a problem if you let it. So just full disclosure, I'd like to share with you all that, that yeah, it's, it's CHS and it's not super common. Um, they don't know a whole lot about it. Um, what brings it on or what causes it other than chronic use and and it's it's fucking true I mean I literally felt like shit for like a week and then I didn't smoke and we had some friends over and things that we normally smoke with and stuff like that and um, I didn't smoke and then sure enough the next day I felt wonderful I felt fine so what did I do I smoked and then the next day I was in the ER so that's the common denominator they did a CT scan on my abdomen there was nothing there um, my blood work came back fantastic. They were like, you're just, we're going to give you nausea medicine. We don't know what this is. And, and, you know, the doctor and the nurse and I were talking about common denominators and things. And what did you do before you got here? And I said, I just smoke pot. Like, that's all I do. I just smoke weed. And they're like, well, it might be the weed then. It's probably just the weed. And I'm like, no, 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 no. It's, it's that weeds doesn't do that. You know, we were talking about it. We talked about CHS and what it was. And I'd heard about it before and, you know, thought that it was just a scare tactic or something to get people to stop smoking. And, you know, you were never going to stop me. You were never going to stop me from smoking. But now um, it's become a selfish thing. And it's eye-opening when you're having, when your husband and you are having to peel you off the floor. And, you know, I'm, I'm ralphing, but nothing's coming up. It's just dry heave because there's nothing in my system. I can't keep anything down, water, um, nothing would stay down. And so it was just dry heaves of nothing. And, you know, the sounds of me gagging and, you know, tearing up my throat and stuff. It was a nightmare. It was a fucking nightmare. And, you know, it's really eye-opening when your husband looks at you and he goes, Adam, I want my husband back. I want my husband back. And I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that I had let myself go so much. So I'm sober and it's going to be a journey and I appreciate all the support that I know that I'm going to get from this and, and all of that. So, um, yeah, depressive episodes were coming from feeling like I didn't have control over my body and over my brain and what I was thinking. You know, because every day that I would do this, Dustin would ask me, what are, what, what, what are you thinking about? Like, what's in your head? Do you need to say something out loud? You know, he's so supportive and so amazing. And he was just trying to help me figure it out. And, you know, we both didn't think that it was the weed, you know. And he was like, you're nauseous. Let's go smoke. We, you know, the weed normally helps you, makes you feel better and calms you down and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. And then it just made me feel terrible. And I was like, God, what is this? Like, do I have a stomach bug? Am I, is it food poison? Like, what is this? And there was nothing in my system. I couldn't eat. There was nothing in my system to, 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 to poison me. So you just don't realize that it's the thing like that. So yeah, cannabinoid hyperemesis syndrome. No joke, not fun, but I have to be honest that I've told you guys before as well that when I uh, was in uh, high school, college, elementary school, middle school, a lot of my childhood I used to swim, and um, I stopped swimming when I started smoking, ironically enough, and and in college, um, I quit the college swim team because I was I took the summer off before college from swimming. I didn't I didn't train. I didn't work on my 
on swimming or anything like that. And uh, I had a really terrible roommate and out of me going from someone very, very in shape and very successful in the pool, um, I was MVP of the county my senior year. I was captain. I was a uh, butterflyer. Um, hard shit, you know, for someone that's like five seven, and and I was one of the fastest people in the state um, at the time. So you know, taking the summer off and really getting out of shape got in my head. And then the team, um, the guy that I was living with, bullied me a lot, and um, you know, did some terrible things to to the dorm and and to me. And and I had to relocate, and you know, parents had to be involved, and I left the team and stuff like that for my safety, essentially, and for you know, my sanity. And I got into theater instead and met some other people and I started smoking, I had already been smoking pot, but in high school, but you know, I got further into it and it was just this lifestyle that I had now where it was theater and weed instead of swimming. And now the first thing that I wanted to do when I decided to be sober was to get back in the pool. It was the first thing I wanted to do. So Dustin and I went to a Dick's Sporting Goods, we bought me some Speedo goggles. And just hold, it's just shopping for goggles made me feel amazing. It made me feel like I was getting back to an old me that I'd lost or forgotten about, that I, you know, didn't take care of or just kind of left by the side of the pool and was like, yeah, I'm done with this. And now I'm going back to it. And I have tarot now in my new spiritual self and I'm 34 and, you know, I'm, I'm different now. And I feel like I'm combining two other parts of me. So I joined an aquatic center and I'm swimming um, every morning, Monday through Friday now for an hour for my sanity and for my fitness. I'm very conscious now about what I'm putting in my body. Um, and, and honestly, guys, I feel good. I feel really good. I feel really great. I, I used to think that the weed kept me like, you know, connected to the readings and, you know, kept me like, you know, like connected. I don't know. It kept me like at some state of being understanding or something like that and and I've realized now that I'm sober that my readings have never been more accurate I've never been clearer I have more energy I didn't used to dream a whole lot before I'm dreaming now <laughs> I can put my dream dictionary to good use um, I have energy I'm productive um, I feel good you know so I, I think this is a wonderful thing for me. I'm very excited about it. I'm really happy. It's obviously a struggle. It's really hard. I do get down on myself and like, you know, what the fuck? This isn't fair. You know, like, why me? This is bullshit, you know, and all of that. And hearing myself say that shit out loud, it shows me that this is the right choice, that it, I do need to remove the power that this thing has over me because it is a problem. And, you know, a, a lot of people use weed medicinally and, and all of that, and that's fine. And listen, if you're out there and you're a smoker, I don't judge you. I could care less what you do. And just be mindful that, you know, you everything is okay in moderation. And Dustin and I were even talking about me smoking during special occasions and, like, trying to make it okay. And I'm like, I really don't think I can. I think that if I make it okay for a little bit, then I'm going to make it okay to do one more. Oh, just one more. Oh, just one more hit. Oh, just one more bowl, you know? And I just don't think that that's that's just not a road I want to go down again. You know, it's just really not fair that for my husband, for me, for the people around me, for my clients, for you guys, for anybody, it's just really not fair, especially for me. It's just really not fair to, to, to hit the bowl again and make myself feel like shit. You know, it's just not fair. And I'd done some research and seen it on TikTok where 
stupid fucking people are like, do I have CHS? Yeah. Am I going to stop smoking? No. Do I cough up blood every day? Yeah. Do I care? No. And I'm like, that doesn't make you a fucking badass. That makes you, honestly, in my opinion, very weak-minded that you, like, refuse. It takes a strong person, all of us. It, it, if you're battling addiction or anything like that out there, it, it takes a lot. It takes a strong person to have self-awareness and to know when you need to stop when you need to quit. So I am still in therapy. Uh, my therapist is a reader and she's fabulous. And um, so yeah, Madam Adam's in therapy. He's on, he's on a sober journey doing his thing. So again, I appreciate your support, my friends. I just wanted to clear the air and express to you all, there's no tea, there's no shade, there's no judgment. Um, you know, Dustin still, still smokes when he wants to. It's fine. I don't care. You do you. You're not the one that has CHS. I do. So not that he's, you know, insensitive or anything, but it's, you know, he's not going to do it like forever. It's just, you know, it's not, he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to stop if he doesn't want to. And I know he wants to, and he's going to, to support me. But like, you know, this is my thing. And, and he is stopping because, we don't want to spend the money anymore. If it's not something that we want to do together, if it's not something that we're doing together, then we really kind of don't want to do it at all, you know? And that's just kind of how our relationship is. But again, no tea, no shade. If you smoke, light up. Good for you. Enjoy yourself. Um, just be mindful of chronic use and be mindful of of overdoing it because this is rare and, and as I'm a testament, it can happen to anyone. You know, I, I feel like I'm a nice guy. I think I'm a good person. And you know, I never thought this kind of thing would happen to me. So it can happen to anybody. So just keep that in mind, my friends. But again, I feel great. I'm happy to be here. I feel clearer. I'm happy to be back in the pool again. I'm going to look so fucking good. Oh my God. I'm going to be snatched after I get swimming again. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. So anyway, to dive into some of these hot topics that we've got uh, this week. Oh, and if anybody has any questions for me or if you'd like to share anything, of course, you're more than welcome to email modernmagicalmeddling at gmail.com. If you'd like to share a little testament or support or anything like that, you guys know I love hearing from you. So anyway, let's get into the hot topics that we came up with on Instagram for the week and uh, get over this drama bullshit that I'm talking about. So uh, let's see. Favorite spring ritual. Huh. Um, a favorite spring ritual that I have, let's see, um, I guess just, just opening the windows and, and letting the pollen in, <laughs> no, um, opening the windows and saging our house and, and clearing out the space. I love the spring ritual of Aries season beginning and it being the new beginning of the Zodiac and, and all of that. And, uh, you know, so basically just kind of spring cleaning, cleaning the house, kind of giving it a fresh start, buying some plants, doing things like that. That's shit I like to do for spring. Um, let's see. Do you ever feel like your readings are way too honest with you? Like it hits you in the face like a ton of bricks? Yeah, absolutely. No, I don't ever feel like they're too honest, I guess. I think they're just honest enough. And and I know that I needed to hear that. I know I needed to focus on that. You guys know that I take my daily card read and I make it my phone background. As I said before, I have this new, with, with swimming, I'm able to, to combine the new me and the old me together. So I might pull a card for myself before I get in the pool so that I can kind of focus on it while I'm swimming, that kind of thing. But too honest? No, just honest enough. It's always exactly what I need to hear um, as it should be. Um, self-care for the burned out. Listen, if you are burnt out and you need some self-care, anything, girl, 
anything. Get out of the house, go for a walk, take a bath. I'm a big fan of ritualistic baths. I'm a Pisces, big water sign, swimming. I go back to the pool a lot, um, back to the water for things. So yeah, um, self-care for the burned out, anything. If you're burnt out, fuck, try anything. Give yourself a chance, surrender, cry it out, honestly. If you're burnt out, you're exhausted, maybe you need an emotional release. Maybe you need to cry some shit out really quick. Maybe you need to get that emotional orgasm, as I call it. Um, I, yeah, I mean, with this with this CHS shit and these, and these depressive episodes, trust. I was crying my face off and sobbing because I didn't feel like I had any control. And then, of course, I just kind of felt like I had to let something out and... Whenever I did that, I deal, did feel better, you know, a bit for a while because I got that release. I did get something out. I got the feeling out of my body. So self-care for the burned out, some you time to reestablish your priorities so that you don't do this again, so you don't burn yourself out again. You really don't want the universe to take you out at the knee. You know, we really don't want that. So make sure you take care of yourselves and it, it, uh, prevent the burnout. Try to prevent the burnout next time. So self-care for burnout. Prep for the burnout next time. Reestablish your priorities so that you don't do this again. Um, intuition versus daydreams. I don't know if I'm confusing these or if they're one and the same. Um, intuition versus daydreams. Well, daydreams are their own thing to me, in my opinion. Daydreams are their own thing. They are your mind playing whimsy and you allowing yourself to play pretend and stuff like that. And that's lovely. That's great. Good for you. But like intuition is is a little different to me you just know you know intuition is just kind of like an innate knowledge a logical and innate knowledge of knowing how things go intuitively um based on energy or whatever so a daydream to me is like you know allowing yourself to kind of escape it's it's like 12th house shit the house of escape it's like how you do that is your daydream shit so intuition is something separate so yeah they're definitely not the same a, a daydream is not a that so raven moment you know what i mean it's not you sinking into a vision or something like that it's it's exactly that it's a daydream you know and dreams can mean something obviously but a daydream you're more conscious of it you're more aware of it intuition is something that's kind of beneath the surface that you can't really explain and you're like i just know that that's the thing intuitively i just know that's it daydream is like when you kind of disappear behind your eyes and things kind of glaze over and you're kind of like in la la land i would call that an escape trigger instead of a an intuitive thing i hope that makes sense um let's see faves of anything of anything well fuck uh my faves of anything my god um well my favorite movie franchise is star wars obviously my favorite movie period is blade runner because i can't pick a single star wars movie uh but blade runner is my favorite movie i'm a big fan of sci-fi shit um my favorite book is this one called um otkins a fable for all ages um it's like a cross between like toy story and small soldiers toys come to life but it literally is for all ages it's gorgeous and beautiful and very well put and it's on audible by the way um let's see faves of anything my favorite song ever is barbara streisand's superman um beautiful song amazing it's my favorite barbara streisand album also is called superman um from the 70s uh one of my favorite barbara movies is uh, On a Clear Day You Can See Forever, because that's the one where basically Barbara plays a witch. <laughs> um, if you've never seen that one, it's another, of course, it's a musical, and uh, Barbara is a woman that 
is wants to get hypnotized so that she can quit smoking for her, smoking cigarettes uh, for her fiance and meeting their family and all of that. And in going to hypnotherapy, she taps into past lives that she's had and they come forward and stuff like that. So it's, oh, and Barbara's also, she, she happens to know when the phone's gonna ring and she happens to be able to, all of her plants grow faster than anyone else's plants. So she's a witch basically in, in my mind. It's the, to me, on a clear day you can see forever is the one where Barbara Streisand's a witch, okay? Um, my other favorite Barbara Streisand movie is Nuts, which is one where she plays a prostitute and that one is incredible, so good. So, so good, um, based on a stage play as well, which is super obvious. I always think that's really obvious when something is based on a stage play because you can tell the setting doesn't change much, kind of like Steel Magnolias is based on a stage play, and you can tell because a lot of the scenery and the setting is based in the beauty parlor. So when they don't change settings a lot, you can kind of tell that it was based on a play or something that had specific settings like that. Um, kind of like when it's obvious that a series is based on a book. You know, you can tell by the way the drama unfolds and the twists and turns and stuff like that, that things are based on other stuff. Um, obviously, my favorite singer in the world is Barbara Jones Streisand. Um, she's my deity of choice, of course. Uh, let's see, my favorite person in the world is my husband. <laughs> I don't know. My favorite color is purple, neon pink. Um, my favorite game right now is Kirby and the Forgotten Land, and I would love, you guys, I would love to pretend that I'm good at these, like, Dark Souls RPG open world. I, I would love to pretend <laughs> that I'm good at these games, but I make a character and I play it for, like, 20 minutes to two hours, and I get fucking frustrated, and I just rage quit, and I'm like, I just wasted $60, whatever. And then I've got Kirby in the Forgotten Land, and I can't put it down, because it's so fun, and it's challenging, you know? I like cutesy games. I'm, I'm done pretending that I'm good at strategy. I, I'm good at like the Arkham games. I'm good at the Spider-Man games that have that automatic kind of recoil of, of action where you kind of jump from bad guy to bad guy. It's really very simple gameplay. But like, yeah, I'm, I'm just not good at these savage fucking games. And I would love to. They're beautiful. And I see people play and you know, it looks like so much fun. And I love D&D and shit like that and RPGs and things. But I'm more of a Persona 5 RPG instead of a open world Elden Ring kind of thing. I mean, I mean, for real, one of my favorite games is Luigi's Mansion. It's my favorite Mario franchise. Luigi's my favorite character as the younger brother in the family. So am I. So yeah, Kirby. God, that's a good game. It is so fun. Kirby and the Forgotten Land is so cool. So pretty. So fun. I'm always leaning over like, Dustin, look at this. Oh my God, isn't this cute? And he's like, you're a car. And I'm like, yeah, I'm a car. <laughs> you know, it's so fun. So um, Dustin's a big fan of Beat Saber and things like that as well. We have, a, we have, I think, all of the game systems except a PS5 and PS4. We have an Xbox. We have an Oculus. We have a Switch. Uh, Mario Kart is great. I'm a big fan of Mario Party as well. I like fun party games. I like cutesy games. I think that they're awesome. And they're just as hard, right? And, and they're no no less difficult. I love Resident Evil. That's a story-based kind of thing. It's not an RPG that's going to fucking murder you or anything like that. I like horror games. I haven't gotten myself into playing Resident Evil 4 on Oculus yet. I only got to the part where you, like, get the dog out of the dog trap 
and that's it. Like, I'm still, like, not even any any far into the game because it's VR, and I'm fucking scared. I got scared playing Vader Immortal on VR because there's, like, this giant rancor in the second episode that, like, comes at you, and it scared the shit out of me, and I literally fell on the floor. <laughs> I literally fell on the ground. It popped out, and I went, ah, and, like, fell on the fucking floor, and Dustin was like, are you okay? And I'm like... It was it was the Rancor. It's fine. Oh, the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge VR is really, really fun, really immersive, really cool. Um, so, yeah, I like story-based stuff and, and things like that. But those are some faves, I guess. Thank you for asking. Those were fun, not really hot topics, but those were fun little things that we brought up on Instagram uh, for this week. So I'd like to start out with a collective for a collective reading for you guys while we get into the tarot. We're also going to be using Muse Tarot today, which I believe is on my website. Um, but the imagery is really, really gorgeous. And um, the suits for this one are are more akin, in my opinion, to, to what they mean in tarot. So pentacles are materials, uh, which, as you know, pentacles, if you don't know, pentacles are shit you can touch, money, job, tangible things. So materials, that makes sense. Swords in tarot are akin to thoughts, vernacular, and actions. So in this deck, they are voices. Uh, wands are inspirations, which makes a lot of sense. In, in typical tarot, wands are passions, subconscious, spiritual endeavors. So inspiration makes a lot of sense. And then, of course, cups are water, feeling, emotional things. So in this deck, they are literally emotions. So emotions materials, inspiration, and voices. And I love that. And I think I actually have a link on my website, madamadam.com, for uh, an affiliate link to Totems and Tarot for uh, this Muse Tarot. I think. I'm pretty sure. Don't quote me on that. Feel free to check it out, though. There's also a bunch of new merch on my website. My signature tea is available. My logo tea that some of you have been asking for is there. Uh, T-shirts that say, like, Big Deck Energy. Um, carry on, fuck it up, stuff like that. So feel free to check out my website for some of that. And um, yeah, events and things that I'm going to be at. I've got some big, big stuff that I'm going to be announcing later this year. Um, Dustin and I are going to be going on a very interesting adventure. And I can't wait to share it with you guys. I might be in a town near you very soon. I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> um all right, well, let's do a collective. Here's your ASMR. I'm going to go ahead and shuffle for a second. Feel free to take a few deep breaths with me in the nose, out the mouth to get your self-care. We're going to do them in threes. Here we go. In the nose. Out the mouth. Once more in the nose. Out the mouth. Last one in the nose. Out the mouth. All right, this one wanted to stay. Let's see. Ooh, justice inverted. Negative karmaic things. Listen, I'm going to I'm going to make this about me. Obviously, it's a collective, but I'll make it about me so that you guys can kind of see what where I'm coming from here. So, justice inverted. Feeling like I'm getting some negative karma, feeling like I've done something and now I'm reaping the negative sobriety is the negative side effect of me not being able to smoke anymore. Blah. Like, no, Adam, that's not how this is. The nine of voices, the nine of swords here. So we've got some anxiety, depression, insomnia, obviously. The first two, three days of my sobriety journey, I was up all night. I couldn't sleep. I felt very lost and disconnected and like this was going to be the life that I was just going to have trouble sleeping because 
completely active. I can't do anything about my anxiety because I can't smoke. So what am I supposed to fucking do? And now, like last night, I slept like a fucking baby and I had dreams and Dustin got up and he was like, you were out. And he was like, you were passed out. So I took the dog for a walk and just wanted to let you sleep, babe. And I was like, thank you. And I got a great night's sleep. And Honestly, I can't wait for tomorrow morning to go back to the gym and get swimming again. It just feels amazing. So, yes, for me personally, this justice inverted, nine of swords, nine of voices energy. I'm I'm believing a lot of the anxiety of this, and it's just not true. Uh, let's see. Eight of voices inverted here are the eight of swords uh, inverted there. That's that's cute. We love that. Um, four of cups or four of emotions. And then uh, the star. Emotionally, I do have hope. We do need to have some hope here. Feed our emotional well by way of changing our tangible environment. Passionately, though, I'm obviously needing to remember myself and, and not be so frugal of my emotions and share. And that's why I'm having these conversations with you all. Because it's important that we do. Um, but yeah, Eight of Swords energy inverted. We're we're moving on. We're getting past. We're 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 taking logical steps to to do what needs to get done here. You know, that's the work that's involved in all of this is is really uh, a big thing here. It's going to take a lot of work. It's going to take conscious conscious effort to to remember what exactly needs to happen for ourselves. And that four of cups is so easily complacent. It's so easily giving in to you know. Well, I guess this is just how shit is and. There's nothing I can really do about it, and I guess I gotta just accept it. Bullshit. I can go to the pool. I can I can do other things for my anxiety. I can go for a walk. I can get out of the house. I can talk about it. I can do a reading. I can get to work. I can play Kirby. I can do so many things to to deal with anxiety aside from smoke or or whatever you know anything. So wh whatever that is for you personally, the anxiety it's it's a part of this that I am worried about the sober journey and I'm worried that I might fall off or you know, give myself permission to smoke like one time or something and that's just not, that's just not constructive. It just really doesn't, doesn't help at all. But yeah, eight of swords energy, no longer being bound by your mental booby traps. You know, I've, I figured out, I tapped, I cracked my code. You know, you gotta crack your code. But it's not negative karma. The star in the emotional spot here is about you know, feeding your emotional well, giving yourself hope. There's so much hope here. You're, I'm not, you're, we're not bound to our emotional um, shit anymore. We're not bound to our mental booby traps anymore. Four of cups energy in a spiritual sense. Don't cut yourself off from spirit. Stay communicative. Include your spiritual self and whatever's going on. But know that the anxiety is real and you do still have to work on your mental health and make sure that you keep the foot going forward and choosing to give karma constructive things to give you back, basically. So... Yeah, that one speaks to me really well, and, and I hope it does for you guys too. But let's get into some emails, shall we? Once again, modernmagicalmeddling at gmail.com. I think this is episode nine, if I'm not mistaken. We're doing 13 episodes, so you have a few more to write in if you would like. But let's get down to it. Obviously, I get a lot of these, so we're going back as far as, fuck, February, actually. Um, hi, Madam Adam. Um, I would love a five-card reading. Uh, my name is Taliana, actually. I think she put her... Yeah, Taliana, but I think I'm saying that correctly. I would love a five-card reading. My question is, when will I finally let go of my old ways of thinking and bad habits to allow me to live a better life? I've been working on myself, but I keep getting stuck. So, something I'd like to bring up to you guys as well is phrasing questions for tarot. When will you finally let go of your old ways of thinking? 
I don't know, whenever you do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Whenever you fucking do, girl. Whenever you decide that you're ready. You know? So basically... No tea, no shade. I appreciate the email. Thank you very much. But just for the future, I think all of you should kind of understand what are proper ways to phrase questions for tarot. It's not like, where should I go for my vacation? It's like, I'd like to, I'm going on a vacation. What are some things I might need to know? What are some things I should take with me mentally? What are some things that I should look out for? Uh, in, in myself? What are things that might stand in my way? Are my friends or the people around me, do they have the same idea of success as I do? You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. So not necessarily so much when will I finally let go of my old ways? I'm not going to be like, oh, next month on the third. You know what I'm saying? Like you've got to, I, I understand the question. Trust me. I just wanted to be kind of clear that like phrasing questions for the tarot is more about like getting perspective on a direction. You make your choices and then you seek if this is the right path or if this is, you know, what do I need to know going here? Stuff like that. So let's get a good shuffle. Okay, let's see then. Yeah, this is pretty obvious. The Empress is inverted for you. The Fool's inverted for you. Uh, the Six of Wands or Six of Inspiration is inverted for you. The Knight of Cups is here. And the Ace of Voices or Swords as well. So when, when, when you start fucking taking care of yourself, girl, when you start valuing yourself, when you start acting like it, when you start acting like you want to let go of your old ways, right now you don't fucking want to. You'd love to, but it's easier not to. It's easier to stay in this rut. So the fool is inverted. You don't think this new beginning is constructive, and that's bullshit. It absolutely is constructive for you. It's not foolish for you to begin again. You're not starting over. You're just leveling up. Six of wands or six of inspiration is inverted for you. You might need to move past a passionate collective. People might be envious and angry with you and what your ascension is like. Your self-talk is also fucking garbage. Ace of swords energy is inverted. You're not speaking very well or clearly about you and what you want and and all of that. You're not saying, you got to say this shit out loud. You have to start saying it. When will I finally let go of my old ways of thinking when you change the way you say them? Why does everything always happen to me? Because you expect it to. Because you say it like that. Because you expect negative things to come your way. So you have to hear them so that you can rephrase them. I'm not a fan of toxic positivity. I don't want you to slather a fucking layer of icing over a burnt, nasty fucking cake. I want you to eat the cake anime. I want you to eat that shit. I want you to taste it. Yes, I just made a Tina Turner What's Love Got to Do With It reference. Um, I, I want you to eat your cake and taste it and taste the bullshit so that you know not to do that again. You know, Night of Emotions energy over here as well. This is going to be a slow trickling stream. It's going to take fucking time, but it's emotional. The moment that you start taking better care of yourself and you start saying out loud that you're ready to start doing better ways of thinking or whatever, allow to uh, the way you phrase this, finally let go of my old ways of thinking and bad habits to allow me to live a better life. Who has to allow you? Who has to give you permission? You do. You have to give yourself permission with your, I keep getting stuck, right? Because you're expecting it probably to come to you. When will I have this epiphany? You won't. You have to fucking choose. You have to decide to move forward for yourself and let go of the bullshit. If I can quit smoking pot, you can choose to be more constructive and positive for yourself. Hear the bullshit. Lose your ego. It's not going to come to you. You have to choose it. And until you decide to prioritize 
changing your vernacular, changing your habits, changing your shit, it's not going to fucking happen. It's going to be a slow trickling stream. Again, this is about turning your work into habit that becomes lifestyle. All right. So the Empress inverted, make sure you start taking care of yourself, prioritize for you that you need to come first. I don't care if you're a parent. I don't care if you've got responsibilities. You need to take care of yourself first if you're going to do fucking anything for anybody else. Okay. All right. Let's move on then. Um, cool. Um, hi, Madam. Madam, huge fan. You truly inspire me. And your authentic self brings a smile to my face. I was hoping you could do a general spread on your podcast. Thank you for all that you do. You're very welcome, my friend. This is from someone called Carissa. Let's see what you need to hear today, my dear. All right. Strength, Carissa. Strength is present for you. That's lovely. No fear, no anger into your endeavors. The two of voices, the two of swords is also inverted. So it seems that there's some decisions that are just not fucking yours to make. And you're going to have to deal with that. The two of cups is also inverted for you. So emotional communication is not the vibe right now either. Maybe you're not communicating. Maybe people aren't understanding you. There might be some relationship dissonance for you in your life. The hermit is also present. So you need to take some time. You need not alone time, not isolation, just time to figure out your path in the darkness. And yes, that does tend to mean alone-esque, but like don't cut yourself off is my point. The Hermit is a wise person who takes time to create. In the Rider-Waite-Smith deck, he's got the alchemical symbols in a lantern, a star, composed of or comprised of the alchemical symbols for fire and water, a triangle upward and a triangle downward combined to make a six-pointed star, fire and water together. Primordial ooze, warm water, lava, creation. Yes, you're to make for yourself in your solitude and in your in your silence. You are to you need to break away from some people and you need to turn on you. Six of emotions energy, six of cups energy. You need to make sure that you're taking care of your inner child, my dear. Make sure that you are choosing things that are choosing you. Make sure that you are being chosen properly. So as long as your emotional generosity is reciprocated, you should be fine in those things. But also know where your choice is being abused. Have y'all ever had a job that you were so good at that you felt punished for it? Like, I, I, you're so good at closing, you're going to close every night. I don't want to do that. How about you fucking train people that are like me then? Why don't you let me train people to be like me or something like that, you know? So... A need for you to remember your inner child, take care of that bitch, give her something that you couldn't get before. You are able to give your inner child something now as an adult that you couldn't have before or that you were not able to possess. I'm now able to give my inner child trips to Disney and things like that for work and, and celebrating myself and, and loving who I am. So strength is here for you, my dear. No fear, no anger. I often bring up Luke Skywalker in the cave on Dagobah and Star Wars for that. Um, I normally say we all know how that ends, but a client of mine brought up to me today that they don't know how that ends because they're not super familiar with Star Wars, and that's fine. So essentially, Luke goes into the... He's in training to be a Jedi with Master Yoda on this swamp planet called Dagobah, and um, he gets a, a presence of dark side energy coming from this spooky cave, and um, he goes, what's in there? And Yoda literally says to him, only what you take with you. And Luke grabs... Um, his belt and his lightsaber and all of his weapons and he takes weapons and fear with him and Yoda says you're not going to need your weapons and he goes anyway he enters the cave and finds Darth Vader which why would fucking Darth Vader be there it's an illusion so Luke essentially cuts off Darth Vader's head 
um, in this cave, and when the helmet, when the head pops off, it explodes open, and you can see it's Luke's face inside the mask. So he essentially was combating a dark side version of himself based on fear. So it's strength as as a tarot card. I implore you to think about what you take with you on this journey. No fear, no anger, strength of self, strength of will. You have nothing to be afraid of. Don't be afraid of yourself. Don't be afraid of your own successes. Don't be mad at you. You didn't do anything. You had to learn something. Take some hermit time to figure out things that are not your decisions to make and where you're not quite being chosen for the right reasons in your life and be emotionally generous back to yourself. Treat yourself to love language. It's not about external all the time. We don't need to be giving our love language out all the time, give it back to you. Typically, we're used to hearing it in terms of like, oh, I like quality time and acts of service, like when you're dating. But like, you tend to give people the love language that you like. Sometimes Dustin and I would be arguing and fighting and things like that. And back in the back in the day of us starting to date and shit. And it's like, I do so much for you and you don't do it back. Well, that was my love language. And we were just kind of at the Tower of Babel and we didn't know that. And we had to learn to communicate differently. What's your love language today? What do you need? How can I show you that I love you in your in your language, you know? So turn that on yourself. Agree to yourself that you need to treat yourself to a love language every day. And I would switch that up consistently so that you kind of keep your heart guessing like working out you got to keep your body guessing right same thing keeping your heart guessing keeping your mind guessing in love language one day uh 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 what, what is it uh, uh words of affirmation that's my least favorite one <laughs> because i uh, shock i have a really hard time accepting compliments thanks to trauma and other things so i really don't like words of affirmation so i know that's the one i have to work on the most and i have to say things out loud which is why if you ever see me Obviously, doing my self-care moments online, honestly, no offense, no tea, no shade. That's not for you guys. That's for me. I needed to do that so that someone would bark at me and make me repeat myself. So I do that so that I do it for me. And then I'm like, I'll post it because it's content and maybe people will use it. So know that whenever you're doing your self-care moment with me, I did it already. I did it first and I did it for me. And you're doing this something that we're doing kind of together. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're celebrating our self-care together. So I hope that speaks. I hope that makes sense for you, my dear. Let's see what else. Um, Madam Adam, I've been following you since seeing you in Witchology Magazine. Oh, thank you. Witchology Magazine is a lovely publishing. Unfortunately, this past issue, I wasn't able to submit my column. I had a lot of things going on. Obviously, I wasn't feeling well, um, figuring out the CHS thing. So I'm not in the issue this time, but it is a wonderful publication. And I highly recommend you guys all check that out. Witchology Magazine. Um, and thank you for this. Uh, you're absolutely beautiful, and uh, I, along with many others, really appreciate you. Your first podcast dropped on my birthday. What a wonderful gift. Oh, my God, that's amazing. I was cared for by my wonderful dad since I was eight years old. My birth mother was extremely abusive to me and not in my life for 53 years. Mother contacted me approximately a year and a half ago, and I have now found myself in the position of caring for her. Big flip. She's alone and failing. It's an extreme struggle. I'm a lifelong witch and read tarot, although I find it difficult to read myself or I just deny what I'm seeing. That's probably it. I am normally positive, strong person, finding myself struggling lately in great appreciation. I got you, my friend. No worries. People that struggle to read themselves, I'm, I'm glad you do. We all struggle to read ourselves. But listen, it's not wrong. You just need to understand perspective and maybe you're overthinking it, overanalyzing it a little bit and stuff like that. So 
benefit of the doubt. That's why we go to other readers. That's why readers go to other readers. That's why I go to therapy because we need perspective. And if you're a witch or a healer of any kind, you need perspective. You need coven. You need other people to bounce this shit off of so you know that you're not crazy. But let's see what you need today, my dear. This is a big, big turnaround. That's wild. And um, what a big heart you have. This is this is crazy. That's that's wild. Let's let's see. All right. Um, okay. Well, tell you what you need to hear and not what you want to hear, right? The wheel of fortune is inverted, my dear. So essentially, you have to understand that there are endings and new beginnings without closure. Some things you're just not going to get fucking closure on, and you have to accept that. Your six of pentacles is also inverted, so you need to be willing to accept some charity. And your direction right now, you're going to need some help with this. So... Yeah, Knight of Voices energy or Knight of Swords energy. So this is a swiftness. Dive into things. Trust your instincts. Your readings are accurate for you. Don't doubt yourself so much. You have a Six of Swords as well. Girl, the only way out is through. Period. The only way out is through. And then last but not least, the High Priestess is inverted in your emotional spot. So your instincts fucking suck right now, but your readings seem to be serving you well. So trust that instinct. Of, of the read and not the emotional instinct. Trust the logical instinct of like empress energy and not so much high priestess energy, but like emotional, logical intuition should do you well, but continue with the read. Those are, those are doing you well, it seems. But charity, you need to be willing to accept some help, seek it, actively ask for it be vulnerable, admit that you need some help here. I hope this is so relevant to you. Uh, this was like February. Um, Knight of Swords energy, yeah, forward on, carry on, forward with your instincts, forward for yourself. You don't need to look before you leap. You just need to kind of respond properly right now. Um, and the only way out is through, my friend, just some things you don't get closure on. Your instincts suck right now because it's emotional. It's not logical, you know? So feel the feeling. Let it be natural. Let it fill you up and, and watch how it, heals you in that way, you know? Thank you for being so open. Um, I had a client of mine today that was very, very sweet and, and commended me a lot for being a safe space. And, and she said, you're a safe space for the world, Adam. You're, you're a safe space for everyone. There's something about you that, that allows people to feel safe. And, and I just, I think it's the sad rising that it's the understanding. And if you feel that way, I, God, I'm fucking privileged because I would like myself to be a safe space in that I'm vulnerable and I share and I'm an open book and I'm always going to share with you guys what I'm going through so that you know I'm a person. Um, someone asked earlier this week, how do I balance? I always seem so balanced. How do I balance myself? I'm, I'm not super balanced, honey. It's, it's a process. I have to actively choose it. I have to break. I have to let myself break down sometimes so that I can pick myself up, up again, you know? So balance is hard. It really is. You got to keep it simple and small. But as I always say, it's it's about clenching the core of your life, right? And swimming and dance and beach body and any kind of workout, you need to clench your core to keep your balance. So it, life is no different. And the core of your life has to be your priorities. And that's why I say you only get five. You only get five priorities. Um, I can elaborate on that on, on that further if you guys would like. It was a meditative state thing that I had. So if you would like me to elaborate further on the five priorities thing and give you guys kind of a lesson on what that is, please message me, email me at Modern Magical Meddling and I can do that in the next episode and let you guys know kind of where that came from for me. I had a meditative state where that came to me and um, it just makes a lot of sense and it's helped me a lot in my life. So if you'd like me to elaborate on that or if it's just enough for you to know that you only get five priorities, fuck with that, a handful of shit, then that's great. All right, let's see. 
Love all the self-care moments. Well, thank you. Hi, Madam Madam. I've been thoroughly enjoying all of your stuff since I found TikTok, what, two years ago? I don't know. I feel old. <laughs> your self-care moments to breathe and remind ourselves that we are bad bitches have really given me some life over the last year. I got divorced, found a new community of people to help me explore new parts of me, and then moving toward a new job. I met a new special person and still full of anxiety so very frequently. I would love a true and truly appreciate some meddling. I find your reading so refreshing, and I like that you don't hold back when themes sing fucked up with love and admiration. Absolutely. Let's see what you need, my dear. Lots of general kind of reads today. This is fab. I'm hoping these speak to you guys if you're listening, whether they're for you or not. Maybe you're resonating with some of the things we're coming up with today. All right. Let's see. The lovers is inverted for you. So the paths should be clear as fuck. And also this new special person, you might be self-sabotaging this endeavor with the lovers inverted right off the bat. Let's be real. But it's forward with love or back with fear. But it's that's not the option here. It should be the clear path of you knowing to choose you. Um, awakening or uh, judgment in this deck uh, is, is called awakening. So there's a transformation that needs to happen here that you might be resistant to. Knight of Inspiration, Knight of Wands inverted. It's not hard and fast. This is going to take time. You're not going to get over thing really anything really quickly. Eight of Wands energy or Eight of Inspiration as well is inverted. So let the dust settle. You need to kind of let some dust settle before you make any kind of decisions for yourself. But emotionally, see, that's why I think it's your self-sabotage. The, the chariot is here in your emotion spot. So trusting yourself emotionally is the thing. This person, if they want to love you, I would let them. I would let them, honestly. And uh, uh, ba -ba -ba -ba, divorce, new community of people to help me explore my new parts of me and moving forward in my job and met a new special person. Yeah, the job stuff isn't really here. That seems to be lovely. Um, Eight of Wands energy, passionate collective. Let the dust settle. Trust these people. Um, but these things take time. Go slowly. Go slowly into this relationship. Open up slowly to these friends. Um, allow them to kind of show you who they are, show you what what role they play in the party, so to speak. Um, but yeah, you're changing, you're transforming, you're not the same person that you used to be, it seems. And that's really constructive, that's really lovely. But I would say let this person love you, um, give them some benefit of the doubt, you know, the chariots in your emotion spot, so your emotions seem to be where your victory lies. That's lovely. Um, yeah, that's basically what I've got for you for that one. Knights of Inspiration, Knights of Wands. That would be a Veruca Salt moment. Don't care how I want it now. Nah, it's not how it works. You're going to take some time. It's inverted. So yeah, let the dust settle of your passionate self. It doesn't have to be constantly kicking up dust. It doesn't have to constantly be passionate and forward and movements. And oh my God, it doesn't have to always be butterflies. Sometimes it can just be calm. It can be being comfortable in the silence together. You know? All right. Let's see only got time for maybe one or two more. Let's see. Dear Madam Madam, I've been an avid and devoted listener for over a year now. Thank you. I'm very proud to say I've turned into, tuned into every Monday night gathering, Tough Love Tarot Thursday, and Saturday Night Live. I used to do those. That's right. I did three lives a week before I reeled it in when those were a thing. Right. <laughs> my mom loves the fact that I refer to tuning into your live streams as my personal brand of going to church. Girl, I appreciate that. Obviously, I, would also, I also love the podcast. Well, thank you. Your no-nonsense, no-bullshit approach is always 
uh, is awesome and it all really resonates every time. Because of your videos, I have purchased and actually made my own tarot decks. Wow. And I've developed a love for reading my cards and doing so for others. I really like some guidance via a reading from you on the podcast. I tend to pull the Eight of Swords and Temperance a lot, which I think is related to a sustained pattern of substance abuse that spirit doesn't seem to think is in my best interest. How can I kick my nasty habits or come to peace with them and love myself as the flawed individual I am? Thank you so much for all that you do. I truly love and appreciate you. Thanks for becoming part of my life. Well, thank you for being so open, my friend. I really appreciate this. This one is back from March. I hope this is still relevant to you, but Thank you for coming to the church, Madam Adam girl. I, I, I appreciate you. That's cute as fuck. Um, let's see. Eight of Swords and Temperance a lot. Well, the Eight of Swords is about you being tra stuck in your mental booby traps, and Temperance is a need for you to seek some emotional balance. So if that's substance abuse related, then yeah. Um, best interest, how can I kick my nasty habits or come to peace with them and love myself? Well, obviously, it's got to be a conscious choice. Yes, you have to pick it. You have to choose it. You have to make it a priority for you. So clear out... Uh, you know, reestablish your five priorities and make sure that one of them is dealing with this. You know, as of right now, my five priorities are me, then my husband, then this job, uh, because I love it, my family with the boundaries, though, and then my self-care and my sobriety is my other priority. So, you know, those change daily. Obviously, on days that I don't work, which is Tuesdays and Wednesdays, I don't work, and it's not a priority for me to work, so I don't focus on it. I don't do anything with it. But let's see what you need. Let's see what you need to hear today. Ooh, the sun, joy, optimism, newborn baby ideas. So your joy is, uh, the success of this is reliant on your page of emotions, on you trusting your gut, believing in yourself, believing in your heart, believing in who you are, page of materials. You should also be very optimistic about what you can accomplish when you get your hands dirty, when you put your hands in it and you actively, for me, go in the pool. When I actively do the work, it tends to work out really well for me. Um, justice is inverted. Don't let this feel like negative karma. Nothing happened. You didn't do anything. It's just maybe this thing has run its course and it's time for you to give it the fuck up. Um, and then 10 of wands energy, 10 of inspiration. You're going to have to get passionate tunnel vision. You're going to have to make this your whole personality. You getting over this thing like I did, right? Like kind of the journey that I'm on right now is that I made swimming again my whole fucking personality. I got goggles. I got a suit. I got, uh, no, I didn't get any suit, but I got goggles. I got a cap. I grabbed an old Star Wars swim towel. I put my bag together. I set an alarm every Monday through Friday, and I fucking go. I make it my personality. I make it a big, big, big part of me. So you're going to need to get some tunnel vision in relation to this good, constructive tunnel vision because it's about your wellness. Abs Girl, get tunnel vision about wellness. Get tunnel vision about self-care. Get tunnel vision about fucking choosing yourself. Get tunnel vision around that so that people see you glowing so passionately, so fervently that they want to be be a part of that. They want to choose you. They want to hang out in your garden. So yeah, page of cups, page of pentacles. Be very optimistic about what you can do when you give a fuck, when you care, and when you get your hands dirty. This is not a negative karma thing. Passionately, subconsciously, you're going to feel like this is personal. It's not personal. It is happening to you, but it's not personal just something that's happening. So 10 of wands and your energy as well in that emotion spot. Time to get some tunnel vision to make it your whole personality to get successful in a passionate way for you. Tens are about success. Full circles in tarot. And for wands, it's just typically that it's with burnout. But I'd rather you get emotionally burned out in this, emotionally and passionately burnt out on you so that you rest and you take time. Get tunnel vision about your recovery. Get tunnel vision about you giving a fuck about yourself, you know? I hope that makes sense. I think I've got time for one more here. 
Let's see. Hi there, you beautiful soul. I'm a huge fan and saw the TikTok of you offering readings and felt the urge to email you right away. So here I am. Well, it was February, so I hope it still speaks. <laughs> I feel a new chapter is coming in my life and I'm not sure what to do. I'm trying to get my little family a forever home. Uh, hotels and apartments and years of struggling. I truly believe now is our time. Do you see anything from me? Guidance on which route to take? I'm super impatient and worried, but I know that my guides have my back and I want to have faith that it will happen. Anything you got is so appreciated. Grateful for the work you do and you inspire me every day. Love and light, Delilah. Thank you. Dahlia, sorry. Thank you, darling. Let's see what you've got in these last couple minutes here. I'm appreciative of your open of your openness and sharing. Um, want to have faith that it will happen, that things are going to work out, trying to find a place. I get it. Let's see. Uh, yeah, Ten of Pentacles energy, Ten of Materials. This is absolutely a thing that is happening or maybe already happened for you since this was last a few months ago. Uh, Six of Swords energy is inverted, so you need to turn around and face the problem. If you're finding that you're disconnected or you're dissonant or you're not getting your way, you need to turn around and go, okay, what the fuck is going on? Speak up, say things in existence for yourself, speak things into existence. Page of Cups energy, trust your heart, girl. It's not logical. This has got to be an emotional thing. Nine of Swords energy is inverted, or Nine of Voices, and then Three of Cups. You should celebrate yourself. Know that your family celebrates you, and if you're just if you're manifesting joy, stop manifesting a home. Manifest joy. Manifest peace. Manifest safety, and then that will appear to you in the form of a vessel, like a building. You know what I mean? So Nine of Swords energy is inverted. There should be no anxiety, no depression, no insomnia around this. This should be a good thing. The Ten of Pentacles is there. This is a glorious endeavor. Tens across the board. This should be super fucking positive for you. So celebrate yourself. Manifest with feeling. Manifest joy, positivity, optimism. This is happening for you. And then watch it. Say it so much that you truly believe it and watch it unfold. I hope that helps. I hope that speaks. But anyway, thank you guys so much for your time today. I know I kind of rambled a little bit in the beginning of this. I hope that you don't mind and that you sympathize. And if anybody has any substance things you'd like to share with me or whatever, you're more than welcome to reach out. But once again, this has been Modern Magical Meddling with Madam Adam. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you again for hanging out with me. Enjoy the rest of your week, my friends. Carry on, unclench your jaw, and as always, fuck it up.